The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. 1-1. Him. Deep to left field. Oh, it's a grand slam, Brito Ball. Touch him all, Alyssa Brito. A grand slam that leaves the yard in a hurry. Long fly ball, left center field. He got a bunch of that one. Humphreys racing back to the track, to the wall. Gone! Two-run homer, Dakota Harris. Swings and hammers this one to left center field. That one is back. Look it up, Thomas. Holding Vincent, Fallon extended, down the lane, Randall, stiff arm, double, so hard, corner three, knocks it down, Josh Hart, arms to the sky, another huge fourth quarter three. Russell guarded by Wiggins, top shot, big bucket for D'Angelo Russell, Lakers lead by two. Karsten kicks and fires. Got him! Looking! Outside corner! And you can unhitch the wagon! Final score on a Tuesday night in Dallas. It's Oklahoma 10 and Dallas Baptist 7. Where's that Sooner magic now, baby? Where's that Sooner magic now? Here come the Sooners, Teach. Six out of seven. Here come the Sooners. Yeah! Although they did make me extremely nervous late in that game last night, just like the Rangers did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was like, all right, come on, fellas. Uh, Stop this. Knock it off already. Oh, man. Uh, I got one more highlight I need to play for you here. Uh, I was sent this this morning. I was unaware that uh, this took place last night. So ORU beats OSU up at JL Johnson Stadium last night, and uh, this play was a part of it. This is uh, our buddy Adam Hildebrand on the call. Here's the one-two. Breaking ball, lifted in the air to right field. Back for it is Brothers. He's at the warning track. He's at the wall. He leaps, and he made the catch! A robbery of the highest proportion from Blaze Brothers. He brings it back from over the wall, and that ends the eighth. Seven to five, Golden Eagles. A, a, a Blaze Rob- Brothers robbery of the highest proportions. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that's like robbing a bank or something. I guess <laughs> the Blaze. You don't want any part of the Blaze Brothers. No, especially since it's only one guy. <laughs> ORU beats OSU nine seven. OU beats DBU ten seven. OU softball beats Tulsa six nothing. A burrito bomb, a grand slam last night for uh, the Sooners. All right, let's uh, let's do this off the uh, – t- we'll circle back to this, but for the sake of getting it out there before I forget, 
we had a, a serious discussion on the show yesterday. We like to keep it light a lot of times, but sometimes, TJ, we have serious topics that come up that we have to address, you know? It's a difficult world we live in, and so sometimes we have to tackle the hard subjects. And one of those was yesterday on the show when TJ brought up that he uses an electric can opener. And uh, so we put it out for a radio poll. There's still 18 minutes left for you to vote. <laughs> 951 of you have voted, though. Oh, Do you use an electric or handheld can opener? 76% handheld, 24% electric. Shocking. Shocking to me. Shocking I believe your prediction me. was 85% electric. electric. Hey, people, for being so cheap. Or ten bucks. Go pick you one up. I got to tell you, uh, you did make me LOL last night, though, when you sent in the photo with you and the can opener. <laughs> Maybe the best photo you've ever taken. Samantha, I was standing best. I was standing right next to it when you said, "Hey, let me know where you're listening from," because the Alexa. I was listening on the Alexa. It was in the kitchen. Actually, I was on my phone, and I was in the kitchen doing dishes. And I looked over at the can opener. I was like, I'm sending him. I'm telling him I'm listening with my can opener. It's a good-looking Hamilton Beach can opener you got there. (laughs) There's a lot to take in in that photograph. First off, you look tremendous, as always. Uh, But the granite countertop, the subway tile backsplash, the bread box, the bananas, the electric can opener, the custom uh, uh, cabinets. There's a lot to take in in just that small photograph. But, uh, you can see you my banana a... peeking out from behind the bl- mm-hmm. uh, can Come on now. there. Come on now. <laughs> An actual banana. Come Keep on. Clean. Come on now, people. Uh, but, yeah, you, uh, you made a lot of people smile with that photograph last night. It was fantastic. So thank you very much for that. Okay, Sooners win last night, TJ. Sooners beat Dallas Baptist at Dallas Baptist. How about that? Woo! It's about never time. Done. Never happened uh, since I've been calling games. Six straight losses there, eight straight losses to them in the Metroplex, but last night just jumped on them from the beginning. What'd you think? It's always better to score first. True. Uh, no, jumped on them early, kind of uh, kept putting it on them, kept scoring each inning. It wasn't a lot in any inning. It just kept. Piling up, piling up, piling up till in the end when you ended up needing that lead, it was it was there for you. So good night all the way around. John Spikerman looks like he's starting to hit the ball the last you know three four games whatever it's been. He's been uh, pretty hot. And Dakota Harris was just uh, a monster last night. KP was uh, kept his hot streak going that he's been on for the last couple of weeks. So Carson Atwood was uh, good in his start the few innings that he was in there. So uh, good. Very good win, and uh, will help them a lot. And jump starts your week that you needed a good yeah. week, so just keep riding that momentum. Boy, DBU, we talked about it yesterday. They were red hot. They had won 17 out of 18. Uh, they have swept four consecutive conference series. That's a good team, man. That legitimately poss- – they could potentially be an Omaha team. Now – they got a really good chance to host a regional. Probably would have to go on the road for a super. But they've got solid starting pitching, an outstanding bullpen, and a very good lineup. And especially in that park, if you've got to play a regional there, they're going to be tough to deal with. Uh, but the OU offense 
first two-thirds of that game executed at as high of a level as they've done all year. Uh, two out RBIs, taking extra bases, anticipating. Uh, Easton Carmichael got a great read on the Orduño double that allowed him to score. Just uh, 0-2 pitches the other way. They were really, really good last night, building that big lead. And really, every pitcher except for Weber was great. Atwood, tremendous. Carter Campbell, tremendous. Uh, Carson, uh, uh, why am I blanking on his last name all of a sudden? Pierce, tremendous. I don't know what has gotten into Will Carston. It's kind of Cade Hortonish what he's doing right now. I mean, it's it's the opposite end of the, you know, pitching spectrum. He's gone from starter to closer. Cade went the other way, but like two weeks ago, he's a guy that when he came into the game, you cringed. Yeah, now he's lighting people up. He got five outs last night, all of them strikeouts. <laughs> right. Now, they had a four-run lead, so he didn't get a save about it. But his last three appearances at Texas, Kansas, and at DBU last night, he looks like he looks like Trevin Michael. Like, I don't want to oversell it, but that, those are Carter Campbell's words in our pregame interview last night. It's like, we needed somebody to look like Trevin Michael, and Will Karsten's starting to do that. Huge for this team. And he kind of looks the part, too, you know? Like he's six seven and he scowls and he's he's got a broad chest and he kind of has developed an attitude in this role a little bit and he's yelling as he's walking off the field. I don't know. I'm digging him a lot. So great win, great win. Very good. Had, win. Very had good a chance win. after the game to talk to Skip and Dakota. Skip says I need to get some spray tan on my legs. Sooners win it tonight, ten to seven over Dallas Baptist. I'm on the field with Skip Johnson. Post game interview brought to you by Brahms. Coach, congratulations! Great win tonight. Yeah, it was good. I mean, we stepped out and re- played really offense, and Woody was really good. And I mean, you look at Carson Pierce, and and we you think those guys are taking a strike, and they wasn't. They ambushed, and all of a sudden they got the momentum back. And that's the thing, crazy thing about this game is it's all played momentum. We had the momentum the first. It's five innings of that game, and we got to keep trying to maintain the momentum. And we get picked off there. It gives the momentum going back into the ninth, and that happens. And, and Easton had a great at bat. And so, I mean, that, that goes to show you momentum's a big key. Boy, first six innings offensively, that might be as good as you've been all year tonight, the way you guys executed. Absolutely. We, I think it was, too. I mean, we're, we're and it's going to help us because they have some good arms and a good place to win, I can tell you that. What does this, men, uh, this win do for you guys going into this massive stretch here? Well, I think it'll do do wonders for us. It'll help our RPI for sure. Unfortunately, that's what we got to look at and uh, uh, going forward because that was a ranked team, and uh, uh, and we got to keep just flying away one pitch at a time. Way to go, Skip. Thank you. Sooners win it tonight, ten to seven. Dakota Harris, a big night, four runs batted in, including a home run. Congratulations on the win, first off. Yeah, thank you, sir. Big night for you. Take me through the home run at bat first. Um, well. They'd been throwing me sliders all day, and he threw the first one. I was like, that's pretty good. And then he threw me another one, and the umpire called it a ball. It was it was borderline, and it's nice to get one of those calls in your favor. And I was like, he's surely throwing a fastball, right? And I was looking right center, and he hung it, and I hit it, and I was like, dang, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. You got all of it. You haven't been a part of 
all the losing that's gone on for OU down here. It's been a long, long time since OU has won at Dallas Baptist. So, boy, just what an all-around offensive effort early in the game for you guys tonight. Yeah, that was big. We knew that we we knew that this was a big game for us, and we just wanted to go out there and hopefully we can carry it into the weekend. What was your view of that bizarre play back in the third inning where they had the long review and everything? Well, when when Spike said he caught it. Janik was like, dude, I promise he didn't touch the bag. Like, he definitely left early. So I was like, I mean, I I trust those guys. So I knew that I knew it was the double play. I was just hoping the umpires got it right, and they did. That was a strange set of <laughs> events. What do you guys hope this win does for you this week? Like I said earlier, hopefully we can just carry it into practice tomorrow and then into the weekend. So be big. Way to go, bud. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, a couple of things there. One, Skip is huddling up the team in right field, and I am in a commercial break waiting for the postgame interview. And he breaks the huddle right about the time we're coming back on the air. I'm standing maybe 15 feet away from their huddle. And he turns around, starts walking to me, and he goes, Dude, you got to get a spray tan on those legs. (laughs) Just won a huge game. And he turns around, he's blinded by my legs. So, uh. Anyway, got that going on. So He's what right. went down with the play the, the, you know, that yeah. benefited the Sooners, the craziness? Reed, did you see it? No, I did not see it. I was listening to it, and then you had me confused at one point about, yeah. I thought third base, and then all of a sudden, I think you said second base is where they threw the ball to and got the, the call. Yeah. And I, So I was really confused about what okay. was going on. Yeah, I didn't do a very good job probably of explaining it. you so. did i was in, i was listening and then i was doing some stuff with bronx and I, so i caught part of it so you probably did a great job i just it got was lost very confusing on it. yeah so there was one out in the inning and dallas baptist had runners at first and second the guy hits a fly ball to center it's kind of a line drive to center and spikerman catches it right but as he's reaching his hand in to throw it to third to try to prevent the runner from advancing, he drops the ball. The runner uh, at second base was not going to go anywhere. He had gone like halfway, so he was going back to the bag, kind of was going to bluff a go, but he wasn't going to advance. Sure. But when he saw Spikerman drop it, he took off and got to third. So they had runners at first and third. Well, the runner at first never ran. Uh, he didn't, like, he assumed it was caught, I guess. Right. So he stayed at first. The hitter also went to first because he thought maybe the ball was dropped and he should be at first. So OU throws the ball into second base, which is vacated now, and steps on the second base back. So just in case it's ruled a drop, they've got the force out at second at the least that makes sense yes so you now you've got two dallas baptist players standing at first and one at third and mass confusion was the ball caught was it dropped on the throw you know on the transition out of the glove is it a force out at second if it's first and third which runners at first all this is going on meanwhile skip Jay Nick is standing at second saying, challenge this, challenge this. He didn't think the guy tagged up that went from second to third. Yeah, because he so, saw and thought it was dropped, so he turned and went the other way. He did go back. Oh, okay. But Jay Nick's, Nicholas's, Jackson Nicholas's contention was when he went back, he missed the bag. 
Gotcha. Okay. And on the replay, it's close. I never saw a definitive angle that showed whether he did or didn't. That's why I thought it was going to stand up. So they show the replay. It's pretty obvious on the replay that he caught the ball. So the hitter's out. The question is, did the runner at second that went to third tag up or not? They go replay it. They come back. And the wrong runner stays at first. The hitter is at first. They send the other guy into the dugout. Well, now Skip's like, well, you got that guy at first. They got the faster guy at first. The ball was caught. He shouldn't be at first. I'm just supposing what this conversation is. Right. So the umpires huddle up again, and they're like, yeah, you're right. So they change that out. They get the right runner back at first. And so now we think we're all set. It's an out on the catch. That's out number two. They're at first and third now. Okay. Well, was it Carter Campbell on the mound at this point? No, I think it was still Atwood. I think it was still Atwood because it was 30. Well, we're ready to play again. So Atwood gets on the rubber. Then he steps off and throws to second. Nicholas steps on the bag, and the umpire says, out. So So he felt he had uh, missed it too. They appeal the the, the tag, and you had to go through the whole rigmarole of actually executing it. And indeed, they say the runner didn't step on and come back and step on second. That all makes sense to me now. All right. Well, now Dan Hefner goes bananas. (laughs) Right. And should. What are you talking about? They've been showing this replay on the big screen, by the way, many times. And I'm like, there's no angle that shows he missed second. I don't, I don't, I would tell you, I didn't think he missed second. I thought he stepped on the bag, but I couldn't definitively see either way. He's going nuts. The crowd's going nuts. The conversation takes forever. And finally, they just, you know, Hefner gives up, and uh, and that was that. But it was very confusing. The umpires didn't handle it well with – they were nobody was definitive out there. Right. Everybody was just kind of like, I don't know. Did you see it? I don't know. Is he out? I don't know. The runners are like, what's the call? And it was not a good situation. I think, oh, you probably got a really good break there. Okay. Yeah, and I understand. I, I, I guess I missed where you said he went back originally to tag so i didn't know what was being disputed there so okay that makes more sense to me he was about 10 feet off the bag yeah when he saw spikerman drop it he ran back to second stepped on the bag or didn't Didn't. and ran to third the question is whether that foot got the bag or not it looked like it stepped like right next to it and up against it but maybe you know jackson nicholas was right there so Tell Spikerman to calm down and quit being in the middle of all these controversial plays, all right? Yeah. If he hadn't dropped the ball, it's a simple F8. <laughs> right. And guys, and there's a two on, two yeah. outs. But because he did, they ended up getting a double play, whether it was warranted or not. That's what ended up happening. All right, 721. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. Yeah! This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing, locally operated in Norman and Edmond, serving Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang, Several other communities around the area as well. BlackThunderRoofing.com, 405-473-8028. Your local roofer, Black Thunder Roofing can do it all. A one-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor. 
Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's see here. Let's scroll back down. Start spreading the news. God bless America. God bless America. Good morning, fellas. Do you think Amac will get drafted, or does he have a chance to come back? Great question. Dakota will definitely get drafted. Mm-hmm. Amac will get drafted. The question is, will it be high will enough be high for him enough to want to go? Right. I, I I don't know. I haven't heard any projections on him. I haven't asked, but he's a switch hitter, good athlete. I would think there's a pretty good chance he gets, you know, He'll get drafted, whether it's high enough that entices him or not. I would lean toward yes. What do you think? I don't expect him back. So yeah, that's I a better way I, of saying. Yeah, it. I, I I think he'll get drafted and high enough that he'll that he'll go. So okay. Um, important things to learn today. TJ is not a streetwalker. Check mark. He's a, he's a farmland walker. <laughs> I got a tweet telling me, be careful walking out there on 48. We don't want to put a silver alert on you. <laughs> uh, are you going to do a scene setter, Toby, for the Renegades Championship? That would be fun. <laughs> if Bob asks, sure. He's also got a guy that runs the league called The Rock. He does pretty good scene setters. So, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe you and Rock oh, can I do one. To, no. Are. Let I me see finish. where your loyalty is now. Let me finish. I said maybe you guys could do one what's, together. What's The Rock ever done? I was going to say maybe you two could do one together. Mm. Uh, he opened the Super Bowl, remember? He did a scene setter like live on the field for the Super so Bowl. What? So what? <laughs> <laughs> if rock. you smile, what T-Row is cooking. Let me know when you get a real stuff. career, The Rock, okay? <laughs> Hey, that's President Rock soon. Calm down. Uh, Boomer! Dear Coach! LOL! Love Renegades too. What the heck does that say? Boomer! Dear Coach! Facepalm emoji. LOL! We love Renegades too. Smiley face. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right, okay. uh, everybody ready? Looky here. This says looking here. It got him. Looking here. Another crooks coming to Norman. Uh, looky here. Looky here. Uh, another what? Another crooks coming to Norman. Uh, Jimmy. I think oh, it's his brother. I'm guessing I little did brother. Not know this? Uh, so we get a commitment. Dylan, from the or as someone that used to work at this uh, at this station would have called uh, pronounced that name. Dylan, uh, heading from Paris uh, <laughs> Junior College. I think he's a pitcher, though. I don't think he's a catcher. How about that? I so, did not know this. Yeah, that happened last night. Tremendous. Uh, no, so another crook's headed your way. How about these, because uh, I'm pretty sure he's a pit. Now, maybe he does both, but uh, I did see some stuff posted about him uh, uh, on the mound. So, uh, the Carmichaels and the, the crooks, uh, you got uh, one mm. that catches and one that pitches, Lineage. So, yeah. Uh, did T-Row have an ORU jersey on last night after their comeback win over OSU? I did, I did not. No. I did not. <laughs> let's, let's see what else we have here. Now that we didn't know. Not. Reverse that. Not that we didn't know this already, but we found out how much of a gym Bob Stoops is. 
Coming back to coach in the bowl game and then recruiting until Brent was hired tells us all we need to know. Just an amazing human being. I love that coach. Legend. Go Renegades. I agree with that. So we had uh, Bob on last week, and I asked him about coming back for Kyler and everything when he's got a game. Remember the semifinals for were last weekend? Or no, no, no. It was the last game of the regular season. And – he was like, well, it was the right thing to do. He's like, I needed to be there. And I was like, God, I mean, he's right, but how many coaches would actually do that? You know what I mean? Like, he's got every reason in the world. He's getting ready for a football game to just make a phone call and say, hey, sorry I couldn't be there, Kyler, but congratulations, right? Nobody would have thought otherwise if Bob had done that. But he's like, no, it's the right thing I, right thing to do. I need to be there. I'll come back. I'll be there. I'll get back in time to coach my team. No big deal. It's, I, I'm going to do the right thing. That's just, he just always is thinking about what's my responsibility here. You know, what's my role? Where do I need to be? You need me to coach the bowl game? Uh, the, the program need me? Sure. I'm a program guy. It's Bill it's Snyder. Just, I mean, that, that's, the, that's one of the answers to that. And then obviously yeah. he did. For longer than they expected him to. There's so. no ego. There's no. Right. I'm a Hall of Famer now. I'll sit in my ivory tower and you know he's he's tremendous. I think uh, I think you're right on that. Uh, tell that guy that Mumford and Sons isn't cool anymore, and he most likely isn't either. What 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 is this? What is this? What have you given us? It's like Mumford and Grandsons now, right? Yeah, that's Mumford and Grandsons. What's funny is when I said, he's been to three outdoor music festivals to see him, he immediately goes, wait a minute, he was in prior? <laughs> like, like it stopped him in his tracks. And he's like, I don't know that I believe you. Uh, I've been to, that I can remember, I've been to one music festival, uh, festival in my life. And it, I think it was a music festival. What, what did we call that all-day thing that Toby Keith had at Owen Field that day? Was that a festival? Um, I mean, I guess you could consider it that, yeah, because it had a, a many artists that played throughout the day. So similar, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. as close I think I've ever been to a music festival. No Ozfest for you, huh? No, I am intrigued. Like, I would love to go to a country music something sometime. Um, like stagecoach last eh, weekend. I don't have any. I, I don't want to go out in the desert. <laughs> Was it 110 degrees? They kept going. But, they kept coming to commercial break. Where so. else we got them at? Um, they're all over. Um, but uh, I want born to and raised, born and raised. Know about? There's one in Oklahoma that they started a few years ago. That's got a great lineup this year called Born and Raised. I think it runs like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I Google it real fast. It'll come up. I, I Pryor's Rocklahoma, isn't it? I think that's right. I don't remember where Born and Raised is. I'm, I'm blanking on where it is. Well, somebody out there is surely about to tell you. Yeah. yeah. There's a new artist, uh, Oklahoma artist, that I just heard yesterday for the first time that I thought was uh, tremendous. Um, Lives on from the Chippewan (laughs) down in the big lake they call Gitchagumi. 
The naked is said this is never a cover. gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. That guy's tremendous, TJ. You like him? That's uh, Mike Steely. Uh, I do. I love that guy. He's tremendous. tremendous. Yeah. And the Edmund Fitzgerald wait empty. He's the only guy on the station that's ever heard this song before. The good shipping crew was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early. I like that right there. He hits another octave right there. That's uh, born and raised also in prior Oklahoma, so they must do it on the same side as Rocklahoma. Uh, this year's we're headliners, a couple of headliners, Whiskey Myers and Turnpike Troubadours. So. Oh, that's a yeah. good show. Yeah. All right, we're way late for a break. It is 7.35 Central Time on a Wednesday hump day. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Six o'clock tonight, Teach. Jake Irvin makes his major league debut with the Washington Nationals against the Chicago Cubs. How about against the Cubs? That's awesome. How about that? Big Jake made it to the bigs, Teach. That's tremendous. gum! I wish it was a week from Friday that he would have done that and debuted at home. Maybe, oh, he's, on, yeah? maybe he's on schedule for that. That's when I'll be there at uh, Nationals Park. A week from Friday. Yeah. If it's a five-man, I don't know if it's a, like a spot start and they're short a guy or if he's right. like in the rotation. Now, it may depend on how he does tonight. But that might line up. It might, depending on their days off, yeah. Mm, yeah, it might. How about that? Uh, one of the all-time great dudes, man. Jake Irvin, OU pitcher. The Washington Nationals love OU, by the way. Cade Cavalli on the DL right now, and he gets his major league debut against Marcus Stroman tonight and the Chicago Cubs. It'll be a 6.05 start. I haven't watched many Washington Nationals games since they were in the World Series, TJ, but I'm going to be tuned in tonight rooting on Big Jake. Marcus Stroman, the Dylan, uh, uh, oh gosh, I'm blanking on his name, the Memphis Grizzlies guy. That, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks of uh, Major League Baseball, yeah. Uh, Memphis uh, told Dylan Brooks yesterday, <laughs> yeah. there's the door. How about that? Like, you rarely see that in any professional sport. You see guys that they just won't resign or whatever. You rarely see a team come out and say, uh, good luck to you. We want no part of you moving forward. Please go good away. For yeah. Good for them. That's That was something. I'm shocked because he is an excellent defender. He's an instigator. He pokes bears. He gets attention. I'm sure Memphis fans love him for all those reasons. So I'm shocked that they've let him go. But there's prob- I, I, he must behind the scenes be just a nightmare to deal with or something. It'll take five minutes for somebody to scoop him up, though. I mean, yeah, and I think behind scenes it was it's LeBron James, you idiot. Yeah, thanks for blowing that one for us. <laughs> I bought firewood at Bucky's last night. <laughs> what? It's May. That's a sentence I've never said before in my life. <laughs> hey, I don't think you're supposed to be at that store. Well, let me tell you why. Okay, I'm on my way down to Dallas yesterday, and I am, part of my current regiment, TJ, is I am pounding water, okay? I'm drinking tons of water. But 
the result is I'm hitting pretty much every Love's Travel stop between <laughs> here and wherever I'm going. That was me. I couldn't get to my walk yesterday. I was like, man, I should just walk to that 7-Eleven up there. I had already stopped twice when I got to Denton, and I was like, I, I stopped twice at Love. Twice? <laughs> How old are you? I'm telling you, dude. It's. Gosh. I hit the one in... Uh, uh, oh, man. Ardmore, maybe? I don't know where it is. It's it's No, it's this side of the Arbuckles. And then another one in Denton. Maybe it was Ardmore. Not not Denton, I'm sorry. Bucky's is in Denton. Yeah. I hit one in, in uh, somewhere in Oklahoma and another one somewhere in Texas, okay? I think. Who could tell? How could you know, you know? But I had already stopped twice at Love's. I'm, I am pulling into uh, Denton, and I'm headed, and I'm like, golly. And so there's Bucky's, and I was like, oh, God, I don't want to be miserable. Who knows? I may get stuck in Dallas traffic here. So I whip over into Bucky's, and I just beeline it. Plus, they got oh, those restrooms are very exciting. They're very clean. They're very clean, very it's large. Extremely yeah. exciting. And so I go in, and you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm leaving, and I'm walking out. And I on my to-do list, okay, that I carry in my phone is firewood. I need some. We, we've been trying to kind of get the backyard in shape and uh, get the fire pit back there, and I don't have any firewood. And, I, and I, I'm walking out, and they've got these very neatly packed little bundles. I like to get the bundles, like at Tractor Supply or Home Depot or whatever. A lot of people chop their own wood. Yeah. I like to purchase it. So uh, they got these really they're all they're all kind of in a bag, so it's not messy. And I'm like, that looks nice. So I was like, I went back in and I bought four little packs of uh, firewood right. at Bucky's in Denton, Texas, and hauled it home with me last night. How about that purchase? Now you're set to go. Now you're set to go. It does. Uh, they do display those things in their uh, uh, front entryway very nicely. That makes yeah. you think, even if you don't need it, you need it, like whatever it may be. Well, a lot of them are like just wrapped in a little thing of cellophane or yeah. something, uh -huh. and then it gets wood chips all over your car, and, and you know, it's a mess. These were all nicely bagged up, no mess, no fuss. And uh, so, yeah, I got some Bucky's firewood last night, and I'm looking forward. Tonight could be a good fire pit night. We'll see. Maybe watch Jake Irvin and fire up the fire pit there you in the go. backyard There you tonight. go. That's big time. Yeah. You ever bought firewood at Bucky's before, Teach? No, but I've bought Not all kinds one? of things at Bucky's, yeah. <laughs> all kinds of things. It's sitting in the back of my car right now. Hey, you dropped a bomb on us. Well, we discovered it late in the show yesterday. You got to tell us about your YouTube channel you've started. There's nothing to tell. I told you that yesterday. That's not the first time I've posted the link. I've I've been waiting for you to bring it up because I'm like, what he's do obviously you do not on your YouTube channel? Nothing. There's not anything on there yet. I have not started yet. It's just been in the works What's for several the plan? months. The plan is I'm having difficulties coming up with the plan. Because I am doing too much um, studying on what I should be doing, and now it's it's confused me, and I don't. Anyway, I'm listening to too many content creators and stuff, and so well, where did this come from? Take us back to the origin. Why do you have a YouTube channel? I have been asked many, 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 many times by people for a podcast, and I will mm -hmm. not do a podcast. I refuse to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Podcasts, to me, are a direct competition to what I do for a living. 
now. Not entirely, it's differently. But I get it. It's different if I'm podcasting a show that we've done and you need to go back and listen to it. I look at that and view that differently than someone that does a podcast. I've been asked to write books. I've been asked to do a lot of things. Write books. Some people have asked me many times to do a YouTube channel, and I said, okay. I'm old. Like I don't know that I should be doing a YouTube channel. And then, I don't know, it, it was last year. Like I said, this has been something I've been like studying for a while now, and I've bought some equipment and done some things slowly, just kind of bought some over time. Yeah. Uh, not nothing fancy. I'm probably like making this more difficult than like it is. Like a ring light? Uh, no, a new MacBook, uh, some microphone, uh, different things. Hang on a second. Yeah. All right. Keep Go ahead, write that down. Uh, that and so MacBook. it will be coming soon. I don't really have details for you. I don't really have answers for you, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. So, I, I, I've never watched a YouTube channel in my life, so I don't exactly know. What do most people do on YouTube channels? Uh, anything and everything. Like, there's not a topic you couldn't find or a subject matter that you need help with or whatever it may be. There's hundreds of thousands of content What's a creators. YouTube channel you like? Oh, I follow a bunch of uh, finance and stock ones. I follow my son. I follow my brother's YouTube channel. What's your brother do on his YouTube my channel? My brother is a Funko Pop collector. I think we've talked about oh, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. he's got, I mean, he, he's to the point where he's monetized and he makes some money. It's not big money or anything yet, but he's reached over, you know, a thousand subscribers and hundreds of thousands of views. So he's monetized so now at this point you're trying to think of a concept that you could build your youtube channel around yeah and it's a thing where i mean talking sooners is easy but there are a lot of those and i'll do some of that here's the problem like in all the um is there an air fryer uh, expert? There's YouTube air fryer channel? experts. There's uh -huh. everything experts. That's the that's the thing. And but everyone tells you you've got to pick one subject. You have a niche. That's what they say. Find your niche and run with it, and don't deviate from it. And I'm like, but mine. I want mine to be a little bit of everything. Ooh, you want it all. I want it all, and I think that's what it's going to be. And I'm pretty much thumbing my nose and my finger uh, at. YouTube content creators that think this is how it has thumb to be done. Your finger. I think uh, you no, thumb my. Uh, I think you uh, thumb flip your my, nose. I flip my finger. Yeah. Flip. Yeah. yeah you just yeah. flip your finger. Uh, anyway, so that's where I'm at with it. So there's no video on there yet, but please go subscribe to it. The TJ Perry experience. How many subscribers do you have? Oh, not many. That was a. I put the link up uh, yesterday, and then I put the link up earlier uh, this weekend, just quickly, like late at night one night. So it's only like. So 20, coming soon, 25. the TJ Perry experience. Coming soon. That, Follow that, now. That soon maybe this month. That soon maybe midsummer. I don't know. How do yet. I subscribe to something on a YouTube channel? Well, you got to have a YouTube account. You, go, you get a free uh, YouTube account and then you subscribe to channels. Like I, I, I subscribe to a lot of channels and I follow, like I said, certain people. And, and what do you see as the difference between this and a podcast? The video element? Uh, the video There's element a lot, of it. A lot yeah. of uh, podcasts have video elements. Sure, too. but a lot of those, they just film themselves doing their podcast, is all it is. Right, That's right, what right, Gabe right, right. and them do. Yeah. Right. So. Um, hmm. Yeah, I just I can uh, accept it easier than a podcast. It goes down hmm. easier for me. You you have revolted against the podcast because of so many people telling you you should listen to podcasts. 
No, I think I've revolted from it because it's a direct competition to radio, and I'm a radio guy, and there's a bunch of yahoos that think uh, just because they can do a podcast, they should, and that's just not true. But there's a lot of people that are telling me, you think you can do a YouTube channel, but you can't. So we'll find out. I got an idea. It may not last long. I may say, this isn't for me, and I shut it down. I don't know. I've got an idea. Take it or leave it. Just a suggestion for your YouTube channel. You build it all around this concept. How to build generational wealth (laughs) despite being very brittle. (laughs) That's a niche. Think about it. I'll think about it. We'll be back. The word is spreading and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Very short segment here. Toby went way long on that last segment. My apologies to everyone out there, especially the affiliates. That's my bad. Goodness gracious, Toby. This hour brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing, blackthunderroofing.com, 405-473-8028. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond, serving areas like Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang, and more. Your one-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet Long Distance Line. Someone had uh, said they went and found the uh, Healy's guy on uh, YouTube, and they're loving him. And so I can't remember that guy's name, but um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Jim, Jim in Wisconsin would like us an uh, electric can opener for him. Thank you, Jim. Um, so adding the letter K to the beginning of a word magically renders the word unfunny. Like people are upset with me now because I told them they could stop with the jokes. Like, but this company's not new. Right. Like it's, it's been, been established for, for decades. We, we've been saying it on this radio station. Twenty forever. plus years they've been we involved are with it. Thrilled us. that they're sponsoring our text line. Yes. But it's like a lot of people just discovered the word. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're grown adults. And they're like, oh my God, if you don't that's hilarious. <laughs> It, it sounds like a body part. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I just lot. don't think – I just don't know if the Knippelmeyer family appreciates it. You know probably what I'm not. They've probably dealt with it their whole lives. They've been teased. Yeah, the yeah. kids, you know, in school and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's been – now they've – they have very generously decided to – sponsor our text line and we're just all making fun yeah. of them here's how those kids get back at the other kids as they grow up through elementary and junior high they get to high school and they're like oh nice used uh yugo you got come check out my brand new car corvette that's right <laughs> eight o'clock we'll be back